Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. <clears throat> if you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the San Diego State Aztecs, who last season went 7-6 and six and 5-3 and three in the Mountain West. San Diego State had a really interesting year last year um, from an offensive perspective. Uh, this is normally a team that does a fantastic job running the ball. Um, multiple thousand-yard rushers over the past decade plus, um, but didn't, I, I didn't have the type of production at the position that they normally get. Also struggled significantly at the quarterback position, especially in the first handful of games which led to uh, Jalen Madden who before the season moved to safety um, and, and was having a pretty productive season there uh, and was moved back and started eight games at the quarterback position and uh, helped significantly at the position they were the worst passing offense in college football before he took over and then they rose a handful of spots to get out of that so I mean his production over 2,000 yards passing was huge, and, and I think there's hope moving forward uh, with him at the helm. And I'll, I'll get more into him and the rest of the, the, the position players momentarily, but I think that there's there's hope uh, for this team and this roster to uh, to improve off of last season because I think everybody would agree that 7-6 and six and 5-3 and three in the Mountain West isn't a typical San Diego State year. This is a team that's used to winning 10-plus games. In fact, every year in the past decade or decade plus, uh, when they haven't, when they've won seven or so games, they have bounced back the very next year by winning ten games. So there's something to look at there moving forward. But diving into the breakdown now for the uh, Aztecs, they play at the beautiful Snapdragon Stadium, uh, one of the newest stadiums in uh, college football. Opened up last season in August 2022. Um, it seats 35,000 fans, but it is expandable to 55,000, which I think is very uh, intriguing and something to look at moving forward with the ever-growing conference realignment talks in San Diego State and the potential of them uh, joining, whether it be the Pac-12, maybe even the Big 12, we, we'll see. Uh, but there, that, that opportunity there, they made the stadium with that in mind, obviously, smart smart uh, thinking by that athletic department and that administration uh, doing that there but uh, this is this is a beautiful venue one that I can't wait to get to down the road in the future I'm a stadium traveler myself one I can't wait to get to down the road like I said um, shifting to a coach on the rise within the program I'm going with uh, new offensive coordinator Ryan Lindley uh, he was the quarterbacks coach got the promotion this year he's young um, the all the program's all-time leading passer in yardage um, touchdowns completions attempts starts consecutive starts and victories when he graduated which has since been broken um, but he was a fantastic player uh, drafted in the sixth round by the arizona cardinals in 2012 uh, played nine games for the cardinals started six times and then had some other opportunities as well uh, in the coaching or in the during his uh playing days professionally 
had, had a great opportunity when he uh, jumped into coaching um, as a GA at his alma mater in 2018. Was able to work with the running back as a as the running backs coach uh, for the rest of the 2018 and 2019 uh, quarterbacks coach for the Cleveland Browns. Um, then he returned to college, the college ranks in 2020, serving as an offensive analyst for the U, for Utah, and then uh, spending the past two seasons before his arrival at San Diego State in 2022. Uh, spending that time at Mississippi State, learning from the late great Mike Leach, so he's bringing in some uh, fantastic uh, things to this program. And like I said, he is young, but at the same time, he played at this program. It's going to mean a lot to him to have success here. And, and I personally think moving forward, he is somebody to look at down the road as a potential head coach here uh, moving forward. Not that Brady Hoke is jobs on the line by any means. I'm not saying that at all. I am, I'm just throwing it out there that this is a young coach who has an opportunity to, to do something special at his alma mater moving forward. Uh, shifting to the schedule, the Aztecs play week zero against uh Mac East uh, division champion Ohio. That that game should be fantastic. Ohio won uh, ten games last year. Um, really, really good football game. Might be the best game of Week Zero. Honestly, two good football teams there. I'm looking forward to that one on Fox Sports One. They turn around, then they host FCS foe Idaho State. They get a great opportunity. They host UCLA, and I believe that game is on CBS. So a huge opportunity there against a. Pac-12 opponent at home. So those first three games at home, that's fantastic for them. Then they go to Oregon State, another Pac-12 foe. who's That's a talented football team that could be a sleeper in that conference. They turn around, they host Boise State on a Friday night. I believe that game is on Fox Sports 1. That's their first Mountain West game against the team who a lot of people are calling the prohibitive favorite in the conference. So a real opportunity to start off there. Then they play at Air Force. So they play that a lot of people are saying Boise State and Air Force are the top two teams in the conference. Well, we'll find out early how good San Diego State is from Mount, from the Mountain West perspective as they play those two teams right away. Then they get a bye week. They go to Hawaii. They host Nevada. Get another bye week, host Utah State. Then they go to Colorado State, to San Jose State, and then they host Fresno State to close out the season. So an interesting schedule for them. Playing in week zero means that they're going to have two buys uh, during this during the regular season. Um, so interesting to see how they're able to manage manage that. And then, like I said, playing. I think the stretch that they have of UCLA at Oregon State hosting Boise State and at Air Force. It's obviously an, a difficult stretch right there, um, but one that we'll learn pretty quickly how good this San Diego State team is. Uh, diving into the breakdown now, position by position wise, the quarterback position belongs to who I mentioned earlier, Jalen Madden, uh, who moved to safety last season, um, was doing well at that position. He had eight tackles against Toledo early in the season, only to return to quarterback uh, about halfway through um, the season. The Aztecs were the worst passing offense in college football when he took over the offense and he improved the numbers slightly. I say slightly, they were still in like the one teens. 
So they go from 131 to the one teens. That's, in my opinion, in eight starts, that's a pretty impressive rise there to jump up uh, that that much. So I think Jalen Madden did a very good job, threw for over 2,000 yards. His dual threat ability is fun to watch, and I think he's a really good, really good piece here for this offense moving forward. Uh, the running back room has multiple options, and it begins with Keenan Christian and Jalen Armstead. Christian should be the lead back. Uh, come, he came from USC previously. Uh, got pl- got plenty of opportunities last season here for SDSU, and then Armstead averaged six yards per carry last year, so he's a really good option there as well. Expect Cam Davis and Lucky Sutton to play a part here as well. They're both young sophomore and freshmen um, looking to uh, bolster this position here. The receiving core. Uh, returns a, a great amount of depth at tight end led by first team all mountain west performer mark redmond and jay rudolph also returns the, the, i could see them running a lot of uh, two tight end sets here with the with the pieces that they have wide receiver wide receivers makai shaw felipe wesley brion penny and joshua nicholson have experience then the additions of wide receiver rafael uh, williams from western carolina and, and Jalil Tucker from Oregon, along with tight end Des Melton from Louisville, are massive here. Really good pickups here. Um, the offensive line returns valuable experience and should be improved. Center uh, Ross Uluglaga Musuli, right guard Tommy Marabella, left guard Cade Bennett, who was a second team All Mountain West performer, right tackle Brandon Crenshaw Dixon, and left tackle Christian Jones all have experience. And then the additions of Miles Moreau from Washington and uh, Jordan Sunderland from Florida Atlantic provide solid depth here. Shifting to the defense now, the defensive line added a fair amount of JUCO talent to help boost this unit. After they lost all three starters from last season, uh, San Diego State runs a 3-3-5, lost all three starters on the defensive line, like I said. Samalat Tulahumaka from Oklahoma State has also been added. Then Garrett Fontaine, Dominic Oliver, and Daniel Okapoko have some experience at defensive end. So they're going to be those JUCO players, those JUCO transfers are big pieces here that should help them moving forward and give them a good opportunity to uh, solidify this unit. Uh, The linebacking core returns uh, a valuable piece in Cooper McDonald. Expect him to break out in 2023. I think he's a breakout candidate not only for this team, but in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, Zyrus Fiasso and Daryl Mosani also have experience. And then New Mexico transfer Cody Moon is a valuable addition here. He had 105 tackles, nine and a half tackles for loss last season. So a really good addition there to this group. The secondary uh, for SDSU is one of the best in the Mountain West Conference. Safety, Sidarius Barfield, uh, Donovan Celestine, Kyron White, and and then uh, Texas transfer J.D. Coffey and TCU transfer Deshaun McCoon make a great group there. Cornerbacks Deshaun uh, Malone, Dallas Branch, Noah Avenger, uh, Noah Tumbling, and uh, transfer additions Tavion Beasley from Colorado are great as well. Then looking at special teams, Jake Browning does it all for the Aztecs. He was fourth nationally in punting average at 46.3 yards per punt. And he was also 20 for 25 on field goals with a long of 52 yards. 
I don't know. It, it always seems to me that San Diego State has a good punter. I, I don't know how they get that as frequently as they do, but they're doing a heck of a job with it. And uh, Jake Browning is the next one and uh, definitely has pro potential uh, as, as a punter, I feel, but he's also a really good kicker, as you can see. He has a really nice leg. Final analysis now. This is my opinion on the Aztecs heading into the season. The Aztecs rise from a Mountain West cellar dweller to top to the top of the of the conference over the previous decade plus <clears throat> has had a lot to do with a stout defense and potent rushing attack and really good coaching too, I might add. Uh, the SDSU offense will improve in 2023. How much will be the question? I firmly believe that their offense will improve significantly uh, to the point where this team will be a player in the Mountain West uh, championship race. But like I said, that stretch early on of UCLA at Oregon State, Boise State, and at Air Force, we'll find out where they're at. I mean, yes, those two Pac-12 games don't mean much when it comes to the Mountain West race, obviously. But get a winner, get a win there, and it could propel them into something special. And then, like I said, you play Boise State and at Air Force right off the jump. Probably the two best teams in the Mountain West. You can see where you're at with those guys moving forward. And, and I firmly believe that this team will be in the in the running when it's all said and done here for the Mountain West title. And, and like I said in the intro, every year that they've went seven or six or somewhere like that, the shortened 2020 season as well, they've bounced back with a 10-win season. So... There's that to look forward to for Aztec fans, potentially. So hope you guys enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe if you ever listen to the podcast, and give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT Couch Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.